Hello and welcome to the Balancing Act podcast for working mums. Here you can find the tools and inspiration you need to overcome the constant juggle and live with more simplicity, ease and fulfilment in your everyday. I'm your host, Debbie, a balance coach and a working mum myself, and I'm super happy to be here with you. Hello, welcome to another episode of the Balancing Act podcast. It is wonderful to have you here. I am recording this on what feels like the hottest day of the year so far. So hot that we went and invested in a paddling pool, our first ever paddling pool, which feels like a momentous occasion. And of course, all sorts of chaos has ensued, but it's fab. We're now back in Aberdeenshire after a couple of weeks in Belfast, which was amazing. And I am feeling incredibly grateful for having a business that allows me to be so flexible and work in that way where I can go and visit friends and family and still work at the same time. Um, it's something that I've I've sort of aspired to because um, previously when I travelled, I always had to take time off work. And it's really, really important to me to have that, like the sense of freedom that comes with that and know that I can, you know, just pop back whenever I, I want. Um, so, yeah, that's great. And I feel like I'm coming back then with quite mixed feelings, but it's been lovely, lovely, lovely to get back here to the amazing sunshine and heat and what finally feels like summer, like shorts and T-shirt weather. Today, I am going to keep it short and sweet Um because, yeah, I'm feeling quite tired after all the travel and everything that's, you know, comes with like a small expedition, isn't it, when you travel with kids. Um, but I wanted to talk to you about saying yes when you mean no. And uh, the episode really is aimed at anyone who finds it hard to say no to things. And it's really a lead on from episode 24, where I talked about the fact that it's okay to change your mind, where you instinctively say yes to something and then later decide that it's a no. And I had some conversations with people who said that actually they were okay with changing their mind. But then it was the saying, like the actual saying no, that they just felt that they couldn't do or that it was extremely difficult for them. And so they often backed out of it. And so I thought that it might be helpful to offer a different perspective on saying no that might be helpful in these situations. So I'm going to talk about when... I notice it happening, some examples why we do it, and then some short, simple steps that you can take um, to, to gain more confidence and ease in saying no. And I want to caveat all of this by being like completely open about the fact that this is something that I still find really difficult and have really um, they find very challenging in the past because I think that 
saying yes was like my default way of being for a very long time. Um, there was a, a big dose of people pleasing mixed in with that. And I actually don't think that I was even aware of it for a very long time because, as I said, it was like my default way of being um, and it came so naturally to me that I didn't even take heed of what was going on. And it was really over the last few years that I started to make some changes And a real pivotal moment was when I heard Kerry Jarvis talk about it. Kerry's another coach who I've worked with in the past. um, And she talks a lot about around the theme of audacity. Um, And it was hearing Kerry talk about it that I realised, ah, this is like actually a thing. And that lots of other people or, you know, females, I would say in particular, go through this. And it's very exciting that Kerry's actually going to be a guest on the podcast in a few weeks' time. Woohoo! Um, so we can talk a bit more about that. But first of all, to begin with, when I notice it happening, um, I see it happening in in my life in things that are really small and you know, pretty inconsequential, like. Um, I don't know, say you're in a group of people and um, you, or say you're around at somebody's house and everybody else is having tea and you don't want to cause a fuss by asking for a coffee instead. So you just you just say yes to the tea. Um, or it can be like a much bigger scenario. Say you agree to go on a particular type of holiday even though there's something else that you'd really prefer to do. But again, you don't want to rock the boat, cause a lot of hassle. You don't want to like cause other people not to enjoy themselves quite so much. So you're going along saying yes, um, when actually deep down, it, it's not even necessarily a no, but you're not making your true feelings known. And when it comes to why we do this, I think we probably do it for pretty obvious reasons. Um, it's like we don't want to cause a fuss. We don't want to cause too much hassle or inconvenience or back to that people pleasing. We can't bear people around us being like displeased with us in some way or like feeling put out by our decision. And I think that that all of these feelings, you know, they can they can be real concerns and real fears and none of them are particularly easy to experience. And like all of them will be causing us some discomfort. So, you know, our anticipation or interpretation that someone else is massively inconvenienced um, will not be a nice thing to bear. But I guess the problem is that when we go along with the yes, when when really we mean no, that's not a particularly kind thing to do either, because then we aren't doing the thing willingly. Um, We're doing it because we feel like we don't have any other choice. Um... We're doing it, but not really enjoying it. And most likely we're doing it 
but we're building up a little bit of resentment in the process. And this compounds over time. So maybe one isolated incident is easy to brush off. But when it happens again and again and again with the small things and the big things combined, we start to feel like disempowered, like we're not coming from a place where we can really listen to and then express the things that we want. And yeah, that's not a great place to be either, like in particular for us. But it also, I think with this perspective, lets us see that it's not very respectful to the other person either because you know we're saying we're agreeing with what they want but we're not expressing our true feelings um and then how are they to know you know what's going on underneath um and I remember in my corporate job somebody talked about this idea of respect in the context of giving feedback to someone So, you know, a lot of us find it very easy to give positive feedback to someone and praise them and tell them about all the things that they've done well. But giving negative feedback to somebody can be really, like, really challenging and difficult and, you know, maybe not a a comfortable thing to do. But I think that going there and pushing yourself out of your comfort zone in order to pass on information that will help the other person and benefit them in some way shows like how much you respect that person because you're willing to go through the discomfort in order to make your relationship with them that bit more authentic. And so... I think with with that analogy, you know, we we quite often say yes or go along with things because we think it's like the caring and supportive thing that we do. But actually it 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 isn't. It's almost like the opposite of doing that in some ways. Um and actually the most like caring or supportive thing that we can do is put ourselves through that little bit of discomfort in order to like express our true underlying feelings. And this by, you know, I'm by no means saying that this is an easy thing to do. I'm not saying that there's often like other factors at play that we might um, be trying to keep ourselves secure in some ways. And so, you know, each situation is, is going to be different. But If you are someone who, like me, on in various occasions in the past, has found it hard to say no uh, in those like people pleasing situations, either those, you know, small, say seemingly inconsequential situations or the much bigger ones, then I wanted to offer three tips on what to do about it. And As I go through these, they sort of build up, I would say, in terms of pushing you out of your comfort zone. So the first one is to like start small, really small. So those situations, the tea and coffee situations, you know, when everybody's having one thing to drink and you would really like something else. 
and um, like go ahead and and ask for it. Something that you won't. Maybe there's a little bit of extra hassle for the host, but it won't be something. You know, it's not huge. And um, if you do feel uncomfortable, then it's okay to acknowledge that out loud too. Um, and this this small level might be something that you need to work on and stay at for a little while depending on just how uncomfortable you find it you know trying these new things doesn't it you probably will have a lot of resistance around it and so practicing it over and over again and just getting used to that discomfort um is a useful thing to do so don't rush it don't like push yourself too far or unnecessarily the second thing I would say then is recognize when it is happening. So as you you build up awareness of of these times when you're saying um yes but maybe mean no um or even if you're saying I don't mind when actually you do have an underlying opinion just become aware and, as I say, recognise when that's happening to you. Because I know for me, because it was, as I said, like default or so natural, I wasn't even aware of it a lot of the time. And when I say recognise and become aware, like this is definitely, definitely not an opportunity for self-judgment and you beating yourself up about not being able to say no. It's, it's just about observing and nothing else and even that you will find to be a useful thing to just become, I'd say, approach it with a sense of curiosity, like think, oh, like that's interesting. Do I really not mind or is there something else that I'm just I'm like keeping back? And then the last thing I would say um, would be like talk about it. And this is one definitely to start in a place with somebody that you feel very comfortable with, that you, um, you know, you're, you don't feel like nervous in any way about their reaction, let's say. Um, but if it's something, if you're trying to make a decision about something and you each have a different point of view, then express that and see if there's a way to compromise or like at the very least have your objections acknowledged, which might be, you know, that might be all that, that you need. Um, and in these situations, when you come to the compromise, I guess compromise never feels like, you know, it's never entirely the way we want things to work out. But even if it doesn't, then you will have made a conscious decision, which comes from a much more empowered place rather than feeling like you just didn't have a choice. And so you went along with it. So those are my my three steps. When you want to practice saying no more, start small. So say um, the tea and coffee situation to become curious and recognize when it's happening. And number three then would be to talk about it and um you know in a situation that feels like safe and easy to do so so that you're making a conscious decision rather than you just holding back. 
So with that, that brings us to the end of today's episode. I've shared examples of when we might say yes or go along with something, um, but mean no or sort of hide our true feelings, why we do it and how to like change around that perspective. And then three small steps that we can take in order to gain more confidence with saying no. So I would love to know what you have thought about that. Drop me a, a DM or tag me on Instagram at Debbie Lee Co. And let me know what your own experiences of this um, are and what your key takeaway from the episode today is. And with that, have a fabulous week ahead and I shall look forward to speaking to you again next Monday. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Balancing Act podcast. If you've loved what you've heard, I would be incredibly grateful if you could rate and review the podcast so that we can help spread the word to all the other working mums out there looking for more balance in their everyday. If you'd like to hear more, you can find me on Instagram at Debbie Lee Co or on my website at debbielee.co.uk where you can download your free kickstart guide to finding your balance as a working parent. Until then, I look forward to speaking to you in the next episode. Bye for now.